0: And we can either make up stuff that stresses us out and causes us angst and anxiety like nobody likes me, everybody's talking about me behind my back, my husband won't like me if I don't look like this, my boss won't like me if I be more assertive, you know, we have all of these false beliefs that we have solely created. And I think if you take the time to write down all of the things you think you have to do and you start looking at it from the idea and the perspective of fake beliefs, you might be really surprised to find that a lot of the things you think you have to do, you really, really, really don't. Hey there, I'm Renee, a self-proclaimed shopaholic turned minimalist. In just three years, my family and I downsized our house, paid off debt, and I learned to make passive income online so I could work anytime, anywhere. We did all of this in pursuit of a life of more freedom, flexibility, and fun. And the crazy part is, the more I detached from my stuff, the more I was able to let go of pesky habits like people-pleasing, saying yes to everyone, and being who I thought I was supposed to be rather than showing up authentically as who I am. That's why I want you to see the Unstuffed podcast, not as a place for all things decluttering and organizing, but rather as a place where together we can unload it all from donating those pants that no longer fit to bidding adieu to those relationships that have run their course. I want you to see our time together as a time where you can unwind, let go, come as you are. And there is no need to apologize for the mess. So let's shed some layers, drop some dead weight, and start living a little less stuffed. Welcome to the Unstuffed Podcast. Hey there. It's me. It's Renee. Welcome to the Unstuffed Podcast. I'm going to level with you. I'm feeling a lot of things right now, (laughs) and I just kind of am in like a sassy girl rant mood. I feel like this happens to me at least once a month, and it has to happen to you guys too. It has to. Where you just get so sick of living in the times that we are living in. Most of the time, I am pretty zen out, pretty mellow, really optimistic, positive. You know, I like to think that that's who I am most days. But then some days... I get just one too many troll comments or I have to deal with a difficult Facebook marketplace seller or I just see one too many pointless things being deeply cared about and I am ready to snap. Um, And that's where I kind of find myself today. You know, I wanted to just do a fully focused episode talking about how I'm just so tired of giving into beauty standards in today's society and how it's absolutely ridiculous. And I think that is something we need to talk about. But then I also wanted to share with you guys how, you know, I have a pretty big online following, over half a million followers. You know, I've got my blog that has been around forever. The podcast is growing and I'm so blessed and I love it so much. But the other part of me wants to delete everything and disappear. Like, I think some people see that I have this huge online presence and they're like, oh, she must love the spotlight. False. That is false. Uh, I'm definitely a natural sharer and I'm 56% extroverted according to my latest personality test. But the truth is I am probably just like you in the sense that I don't always want to be seen and heard. Sometimes I just want to exist without anyone looking, you know? Um, And I honestly think that's why I've been able to build my online presence the way I have. And I've shared this with my friends where they're like, you're so brave to like speak in public or you're, you, you know, thousands of people hear your videos and you're so brave. And I'm like, I'm not brave. I have my phone alone in my bedroom with me. Like I'm detached from people and I just am a natural sharer. So it's it's always just kind of been my weird instinct to do that. And I kind of love that now it can actually turn into something for me because, you know, growing up, I was just the weird girl who brought a camera everywhere and recorded everything. You know, it did not really serve a purpose. Uh, but I still am that person who loves the idea of like having an RV disappearing off into the mountains and just thriving, just thriving like that. And of course I know myself well enough to know that I would go stir crazy after like two weeks because I love the creative process. I love writing blog posts. I love creating TikToks. I love creating, um, the podcast episodes. It's just where I thrive. And I truly love the more that I've shared my voice is the more that I hear from you guys who thank me, who send me the kindest messages telling me that I changed my life. And I have to be so honest because I know a lot of times I start the podcast reading a review and I'm like, hey, share your review because I'd love to share it online with you, right? And it's so true, I do. And I need you guys to know that those days when I'm like, sell it all, delete everything, disappear off the face of the earth. (laughs) A lot of times, the one thing that keeps me going, um, and showing up for, you know, this, this business that I've built, I guess you could call it this presence that I have is you is I'll get an email or I'll get a DM from someone that's like, you have helped me change my shopping addiction habits. Thank you for inspiring me to downsize and minimize. Or thank you for sharing your message. It stopped me from buying a house that I was feeling stressed out about buying. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's why I'm here. That's why I'm doing this. Is because I truly believe so many of us are not fully embracing life the way we want to. And I feel confident enough in saying that because I was that person for so long. And I see so many people who still aren't confident enough to fully stand in their amazingness and show up for this life the way that they want to, which brings me into today's beauty industry. It doesn't take much to set me off. So I'm going to be real with you this morning. It was, uh, I saw a girl just an influencer on Instagram and like, I'm never crapping on influencers. I cannot be more clear about that. Like, if I'm being honest and, it, and if I didn't have the life sh- shifts that I make, you know, like my dad dying at 19 and, you know, all the hardships that I went through and all of these aha realization moments, I would probably happily be an influencer because dressing up was fun and shopping was fun. And, um, you know, doing my makeup was fun. I love doing stuff like that. So I would hundred percent believe these influencers are showing up, you know, the influencers were highly focused in the beauty industry, I should say. Influencers can be a wide range of people. Some people call me an influencer. I don't know. But I mean that. People who are specifically focused on material things, outward looks, I 100% would have been that person if my life would have played out slightly differently. And I would have just had a freaking blast with it. It would have been so fun. I see that. I feel that. I own it. Um, So I'm never ever dumping on influencers. I think they are women who have found a way to make. And income online while having fun, and I hope that they are. I hope that they're not doing it with this stress, panic, feel that they need to always live up to someone else's idea of what they should look like. And maybe they do, I don't know, I'm not that. But I saw a comment on one of the influencers' things today that was like, Oh my gosh, how did you curl your eyelashes? and she said, I get them lifted, and I just like wanted to snap, I was like, what, what are you get, you pay somebody to pick up your eyelashes? Like, is that a thing? How much are you paying for? It just makes me tired for her is really the thing. I'm like, aren't you tired? You know, people who are getting their lashes done, not going to lie, I've looked into it. I've gotten it priced because I love how beautiful those lashes look. They look fabulous, very Betty Boop, right? I love the long eyelashes, but aren't you exhausted? I pay to get my hair done and I do it from, well, for the last 10 years, I've gotten my hairstyle from women who work independently out of their homes, which again is maybe aligned with the message of clearly who I love to support in my life is women who are doing their own thing in a way that works for them. I love that. Um, But it means that they're a little bit more affordable. I'm not paying this major salon, I'm paying them. And win-win for me, I'm paying less, right? So I it, it just hurts my bones when I hear how much people pay for their hair um, because I already have a tough time paying for my, my hair, but I love having my hair done. So that's always the balance, right? And that's the balance I've had to come through over the years because when I started my minimalist journey, journeys, when I first started getting sick of living up to everybody's expectations, especially about how I should look, I was burnt out on being how everybody else wanted me to look and be. It just felt so tiring, but then I like overcorrected and was like, I don't need to ever care about how I look and I can just be dirty and grubby looking all the time. And that's, that's great. And I didn't feel good. I didn't feel authentically myself. So having to find this ground of where like, I do love getting my hair done. I like having a day where my makeup looks nice. And sometimes I feel comfortable enough without the makeup. I love having cute clothes that make me feel like myself, that make me feel good. I love that. I love looking good. I love feeling good. There's never anything wrong with that. But what what makes me so tired is like, when does it end? And where did we stop choosing? You know, would any of us ever think to get our eyelashes lifted? Would any of us ever think about our face routine if it wasn't constantly pummeled on us day after day? And that's where I had this other meltdown recently at Target, which I just shared about today in a TikTok. I ran out of my face serum and um, toner that I had been using for my face and I bought them, I bought this toner and I was like, I don't even know how to use this, but other people use toner. So I probably should. And when I say toner, do you think of that episode on friends? Is that because you don't have any toner? That's what I think of, but I didn't really know what toner did. And then I kind of figured it out by the end of the bottle. and was like, okay, that's all right. And then I kind of started to realize like, maybe toner doesn't really need to be a part of my face routine. Now I love taking care of my face. Again, I actually really like the process of putting motions on my face. I started doing it during COVID. Uh, when we started living out of our minivan and traveling, I started doing like moisturizers and things. And I love it because I feel like it gives me just a minute to connect with my own face and kind of love on my face. That sounds dumb, but whatever. I mean, that's how I feel. It was like, you know, my, our faces can be a battle for us. It can be something we fight against. We hate, we look and we think we've got too many pimples or our eyes are far apart or our eyebrows are too bushy or our lips are too thin. And so taking the time to put moisturizer on my face, um, and I'm picking good smelling products. You know, when I first started, I found something that smelled really yummy, uh, just felt like so nice, almost like you know, like you pet a dog. Like it felt like I was cutting my face. Like I was like, I love you. I'm taking care of you. And I truly do love that feeling. So I'm not rejecting the idea of caring for our face or our skin or anything like that. I think taking the time to pamper ourselves or take care of ourselves is so awesome. It's so important. But I found myself sitting in the aisle of Target going, you know, how much do I want to buy back into this? And I really sat and asked myself that. I was like, not the toner. That felt like something I felt like I had to do. I had to add to my daily routine. Like, oh, you forgot about that toner again. Gotta do that. Whatever the toner is and does, who knows? And I was looking at these serums and I have uh, like sunspots kind of happening because I've been in the sun a lot. It's summertime and and I asked myself, I thought, you know, I do want the serum. That does make me feel better. It's a vitamin C serum, whether it's real or not. My There's that part of me that believes this will help my skin. This will make me feel better. And then I, I have my moisturizer. I got some tinted moisturizer. I love tinted moisturizer because I feel like I'm moisturizing. And I'm adding a little color to my face without really having to do makeup because I'm not a big makeup fan. But I sat in the aisle asking myself these questions and really thinking about it. And... I just talked to a girlfriend too. So this, you know, I think this was after my target meltdown, I was talking to her and she said, when she downloaded TikTok, she spent like $500 on beauty products because they sucked her in. They suck us all in. We, and then we just see them and begin to translate this message that we in fact need them. Now I'm rambling and talking a lot about just my interpretations of all of this, but really what I wanted to do was pop on today and I encourage you to ask yourself the same thing. Like, man, how long do I want to keep buying into this stuff? Because like I said, I am burnt out on how much I, I'm, I'm annoyed that I bought toner that I didn't need. It's annoying. But I can't fathom when I see how much some people are spending on this stuff. People who are getting their eyebrows permanently tinted, people who are getting their hair done, people who are getting their eyelashes lifted or fake eyelashes made, people who are getting Botox injected into their face, people who have gotten, you know, breast augmentations and BBLs or booty lifts or whatever and liposuction. And again, never cutting down. You have to make these decisions for what feels right for you. But the thing is, when I see all of these people who have done all of these things, I just think, oh man, you are, are you, are you running this rat race of constantly trying to keep up with these images or you're so focused on your outward appearances? Are you tired? And not only tired like physically, mentally, emotionally, but financially? And then what stresses me out even more is even with these influencers, like these influencer women, I see and they bring so much vibrance and they are good at attracting other people And I think, what other things might you be saying or doing if you weren't spending your time and money worrying about those things? Because I truly believe that women could change the world if we just had the confidence enough to do it. But we're so busy trying to get confidence with the way we look that we never actually take action on the things that we want to do or say. If we want to create things. If you want to be an artist, if you want to be a photographer, if you have a voice or an opinion and you're too afraid to speak it, that sucks. And I just can't help but feel that so many of us are buying into feeling like confidence comes from the way we look. And we're 100% taken and enhance it. We can feel good when we take care of ourselves. Totally. But if we're spending all of our time, money, energy constantly centered around and focused around meeting up with today's beauty standards, uh, you're going to burn yourself out. And newsflash, tomorrow's beauty standards are going to be different, which means you are always going to be working on keeping up. And that's why I think it is so important specifically for women to just start rejecting what isn't going to work for you. That's working for them. You don't need to embrace it because You could be doing so much more with that thought focus. You could be channeling your energy in so many different places. I 110,000% know that. Don't care who you are, where you're listening from right now, that you have some dream on your heart, something that you're holding back on, and you're selling for less. Don't do that. Oh, it's so gross. And I've done it so many times in so many ways. We settled for the relationship. That's not that great because we're afraid what we, would, what we would do without it, who we would be, you know, we're afraid to probably stop shopping because we might come face to face with the real emotional stressors that we have going on in our lives. I know that was the case for me. And if we took leaps, For feeling truly confident in who we are, not how we look, that's a whole lot scarier than just getting some Botox. Like Botox is a guaranteed outward appearance fix, right? But writing a book, starting a photography career, opening a business, that's not necessarily a guaranteed success. And neither is Botox really, but you know what I'm saying. These are the thoughts that are just kind of bouncing around in my brain today. And I kind of get them out of me, so I'm going to share them with you. And that if you're feeling tired, if you feel like there's so many things for you to do and buy and have and accomplish, or I challenge you to write it all down and then cross out the bullshit. Because a lot of times the things we think we have to do or we should do is someone else's opinion, someone else's idea of what we should do or be, or our own made up ones. Right? After um, the podcast episode number 81, talking to Shelly Lefko about our beliefs, I've really had this epiphany and this realization that a lot of times I believe things that I believe, that I made up, I made up, we make up basically everything. It's just us living through the day, making shit up. (laughs) And we can either make up stuff that stresses us out and causes us angst and anxiety. Like nobody likes me. Everybody's talking about me behind my back. My husband won't like me. If I don't look like this, my boss won't like me. If I be more assertive, you know, we have all of these false beliefs that we have solely created. And I think if you take the time and write down all of the things you think you have to do and you start looking at it from the idea and the perspective of fake beliefs, you might be really surprised to find that a lot of the things you think you have to do, you really, really, really don't. You don't have to do or be anything other than who you feel like you are called to be. And it's really hard to pay attention to that. I get it. I know. I've been on this journey for like 10 years of just self Acknowledgement and self understanding and self approval. We have to approve of who we are, but first we have time to kind of figure out who we are. It's a lot, but it's worth it. It's better than going through all of our lives faking who everybody else wants us to be or faking our own personality. I think the best way to do this is to just start asking yourself what feels fun? What feels fun versus what feels Forced. You know, I was getting my nails done for a while. I was thinking about that on my walk this morning as these thoughts were bouncing around in my brain. And I love getting my nails done. I love the way they look, but it got to a point where I'm like, I don't feel good about this anymore. This doesn't feel like fun self-care. It feels like something I have to do. And that's not fun. If it if it feels forced, it's not fun. And I only want to do fun. And I'm learning more and more that as I do fun and as I follow my fun and ease life follows me with fun and ease and that it's actually possible oh this is something I've been working on for years and years and years you guys because it's a tough it's a tough belief to kick if you have got it if you've got that belief that life has to be hard or it has to be a struggle or we have to be trying or we have to have to if we have to have to it doesn't have to And that's what 10 years ago, when I first read my Wayne Dyer, "Wishes Fulfilled book, I began to question that because he told me I didn't have to. And I thought, damn, what if I just try? What if I try to create a life that feels easy and fun? And holy crap, am I a whole different person than I was than when I opened up that book? My life is a whole lot easier and it is a whole lot more fun. And I still have tough days, but they are never as tough as they were before I started this journey. So I hope you find peace and I hope you find answers. And I hope you can take teeny tiny baby steps today to just follow what feels fun, not what feels forced. To know that you are enough. You don't have to be anyone else. You don't have to be anyone's made-up version of who you're supposed to be because they're just making stuff up in their head too, right? You can show up authentically and unapologetically as you. And I truly believe that if more and more of us learned how to do this, I hate that we have to learn how, but if more of us learned how, I think we could heal the world. Maybe it would be the answers to all of the problems. Not pointing fingers at everybody else and saying they're doing it wrong or they're doing it wrong and they're the problem. <laughs> what if it was just total self-acceptance What if that's the key to world peace? Everyone contently approving of themselves and showing up in their most loving form being exactly who they were meant to be. I think it would work. Well, I've got my hoppy water in my hand. I've got laundry that just made its little timer sound so I know it's time to be switched. And I have a trip to pack for. But I hope this message hit you somewhere close to home. And I hope you know how amazing I think you are. That's all I've got for today. Hey again, thanks so much for hanging out with me today on the Unstuffed Podcast. It means so much that you chose to carve out some of your precious time just to hang out with me. If you aren't quite ready for our time to end, head to the show notes where you can grab my free declutter checklist, join my newsletter subscription and connect with me on some of your favorite social platforms. Sending you so much love until next time.